One day, I decided to ask myself, could I break five minutes in the mile? At age 30, could I return to the sport of track and go after my unmet goal of breaking five minutes? Was my body capable of this? Was my mind capable of this? And most importantly, was my spirit capable of pushing through the ups and downs to find the answer? You are listening to Breaking Five, a running podcast, where we search for this answer as well as yours for achieving your Breaking Five moment, whatever that may be for you. We will gain inspiration and knowledge from others who have achieved their Breaking Five moment, those working towards theirs, as well as those who have helped the athletes along the way. I'm your host, Kristen Schultz, physical therapist, runner, and running coach. Let's run full force towards our wildest dreams and take a listen to today's episode. All right. Welcome back to another episode of Breaking Five, a running podcast. Super excited for this one. So I am going to, no intro needed, because I am going to be sharing on my current journey with my plantar fascia tear. If you don't follow along with me on social media, well, you should, Kristen underscore run your life. But if you are not, I've been sharing a little bit on, well, you've probably heard through these episodes, I had been dealing with some heel pain and actually has resulted in a tear of my plantar fascia. So I'm going to go into that. Um, I know I've had some questions, you know, from runners who are like, oh my gosh, I've had heel pain. Can this happen to me? I've had, you know, conversations with PTs. Now, if you don't know anything about plantar fascia tear, it's just not that common at all. So, you know, I know of two people who are runners that have torn their plantar fascia um, that I have talked to but it's not common at all. So I'm going to go into that a little bit too, but let's just, let's dive in. All right. I don't know um, how long this is going to go. We might need to do two parts here. So if we'll just start from the beginning, Um, not going to go into a ton of my heel pain because that's in another episode, but been dealing with heel pain since July. I do have a history of heel pain. I have a history on this. The one that I tore actually too. I back in 2003, 13 into 2014, I dealt with um, it for at least seven months. I just remember in my mind, it was seven months of I didn't run actually. Um, And that's a whole other story we could go into in the sense of, I don't know that it needed to be seven months. That's just what became of it. It was partially also just a time I got interested in other things. I was like, all right, you know, um, and honestly, in a way that might be what this time becomes too, you know, running isn't my main thing right now. And didn't, I didn't have as big of a desire to get back. Okay. Not important to the story, but the, the point is I've had a history of heel pain on this left side is what I ended up tearing. Had pain in it since um, July. And then a couple of weeks ago, I tore it. Now, for anyone out there that's just like, oh my gosh, I have heel pain. Can this happen to me? Like I said at the beginning, this is very uncommon. I'll share some, you know, insight into why maybe this happened to me. Um, you know, other people that this has happened to, uh, what increases the chances a little bit. Um, and honestly, at the end of the day, it just comes down to it could have happened to me. It could have not happened to me. It was maybe an injury sitting there waiting to happen. So to start out with, this injury did not happen just on a leisurely run. I will share that with you guys. So if you are like, ah, oh, could I just be running and this could happen? Now it could. I do know the one person, and I haven't asked her permission to share with this. I haven't talked to her in years, but someone I used to work with at a running store, I know had torn her plantar fascia during, I believe it was during a marathon. She had had heel pain for a while and it just pop tore. Um, so when this happened was actually, I was playing a soccer. So I was not just out for a leisure run. I was sprinting. <laughs> um, it was definitely one of those moments. So for anyone that's torn anything, I never have until now. So I never had this experience. It was definitely that one, like just running around fine. 
one moment, one moment, I just literally pushed off my heel to go sprint after the ball and pop. It, it's, it popped. I heard a pop. I felt a pop. It was definitely oh, that experience that I've never felt before. And, you know, I the, the funny part is, not even funny, but my heel had been feeling really good. I wouldn't have been out there playing if it hadn't been feeling good. Um, the run I went on the day before, I remember my exact thoughts were, I don't think I had any pain on that run and I don't think I had any pain after. So it was feeling good and I warmed up really well for this game. I actually even had a sub come so I didn't have to play all the minutes. I was just like, I'm going to test. I literally was like, I'm going to test my heel out today and see how it does and this happened and it was honestly it was it was towards the end of the uh the minutes I was gonna play I was about to go off field I did think a few minutes prior like oh maybe I should go off then this happened but you know like the the, the thing is like when this happened it was just like it's one of those things like maybe this would have like I had plans to go play basketball with my roommate that weekend um I live really close to the beach could go play volleyball like I like being active so the chances if this was something just sitting there waiting to happen I don't know might have it happened anytime. I don't know. So what I do know is I ended up, I got a diagnostic ultrasound. So luckily have a friend in the, in the area and business owner MD. Um, and he was able to get me right in and look at my plantar fascia just to confirm. I was pretty much like pretty sure I tore my plantar fascia. Like that's what I told people. And of course, right when it happened, I'm like, uh, yeah, I literally went from running around to, I can't walk to my car. I couldn't walk to my car for the record. I legitimately got carted <laughs> to my car, which is, I, I've never had that experience. I literally had to like, look at my friend and I was like, yeah, I don't think I can hop all the way there. But anyways, so got this diagnostic ultrasound confirmed it was a tear, you know, and I take his word for this in the sense of like, I know like sometimes doctors will say this what I'm about to tell you, but I feel like this was legit because he was a friend and being honest with me. He's like, yeah, this is the worst tear I've seen. It's like, oh, great. Awesome. Um, But, you know, he's seen the tears before. So I have never treated one or seen one. So and we'll get into that maybe in a second too. So go right in, which, which was so nice to get right in. I don't know what I would have done. That is, you know, shout out if you are in the St. Petersburg area, John and Brian. So John is who looked at it um, with Alliance. So we'll go into that too in the treatment that I had done, but they're able to get me right in, look at it. Um, I've had some fun times with this. I, <laughs> so I didn't have crutches right away, right? Like, oh, I don't have crutches just at home. So what I did go to, <laughs> they'll show, tell you when I showed up to get it looked at, I hopped from the parking lot to the 14th floor of where I got it looked at. Um, that was a long way to hop. I have been, can I just say how thankful I have been for my my right leg in general? Because my, my left is an injured one. First off, also very lucky that I can drive. I don't, like, I can't imagine if this is my right leg. Like, I'm so thankful. I'd have to, oh my gosh, my roommate, he would hate me. He already probably hates me because I couldn't take out the garbage or the recycling for a bit. I was like, can you help me? Um, but yeah, if I had to drive, I'd be like, um, I can't do anything. But man, so thankful for having the strength um, to be able to do a lot of things because I've gotten very, very good at doing things on one leg to an extent. I've had a lot of help, which has been nice too. But it just has made me think a lot about like, shoot, what about all these total knee patients I've treated? I mean, I know it's different. It's not the bottom of your foot, but that and the elderly patients that aren't going to be as strong. I'm like, shoot, I can like hop wherever I want to go. Maybe it's not the best for a body. I've done a lot of hopping. My friends, it's scared. My friends and roommates, I've trust myself. I'm like, I'm fine. Like I can just hop here to here, but okay, let's get on track. I know I'm just talking. So I, I'd love to share just a little bit. Well, let's go into the experience itself of this last week, which has been a whole week of non-weight bearing. I'm recording this literally the, the day after I've just been able to be somewhat weight bearing on it. And that has been an experience in itself because 
I've I've never not been able to walk. I've never felt helpless in a way and like been like, I don't want to go from my room to the kitchen. <laughs> so let's go into why I was not white bearing. So I t- told you I went in and had it looked at and I decided to, you know, per John's recommendation, he's a sportsman doc. Um, he did a PRP injection with fat into my heel and I, so I'll share a little bit of that experience. If anyone wants to know what that was like, oh, it kind of hurt. Um, but that's the route I went um, per his recommendation, especially, you know, he was just like, this is what I recommend to get you back to running as quick as possible. Um, and super cool, because I don't think it would have helped happen that quick if I didn't know him here. Of course, I don't even know anyone here. So, so a little bit about that. So basically with the PRP plus the fat looked a little like, so this is, if you, if you didn't know, I didn't honestly, I haven't treated I don't think I've treated, not that I've known of anyone with a PRP injection. I have looked into it a little bit in the way past when I've, I've had heel pain many times in my life. So I actually had looked at it at one point. Um, but I can't even say that I knew a ton, a ton, um, just cause I hadn't treated it. And even going into having it done, I actually, just for the sake of myself, it might be the opposite of what you would think I would do. I actually didn't look into it a lot, mainly because for my own uh, brain, I knew I would overthink things and think about it too much. So I was just like, I'm not even going to look into things. I'm just going to go in there. I trust him. Just going to have it done. And which might be honestly the opposite of what you might think I would do. Um, But that's what I did. So basically for it's fat plus um, PRP. So the fat part of it, what they do, if you didn't know, is they go into your butt, unless there are other procedures. I don't know. This is what he did. Go into your butt and get some fat out of your, you know, adipose tissue out of your butt. And then it goes into like the centrifuge. I didn't get to watch that part. And then they put the fat into your heel along like the plantar fascia. And then with the PRP that, you know, just comes from your own blood. He just took the blood from my arm, um, simple there, and then goes into the heel. Um, and then there was different parts that he was doing throughout this process. Um, it definitely hurt. It hurt worse more than the original injury a little bit. And it was, I, yeah, that was an experience in itself, but I didn't, I didn't even ask beforehand because I was like, I'm just going to go experience this. We'll find out. Definitely, definitely painful to have done, but um, but it was okay. You know, I've had the only other thing I've had done like similar would be anything with my teeth. I've never had any sort of like close to a surgery or injection anywhere else. So um, this is all new for me. So that's, so that's what I had done. I want to go into a little bit more about my experience and everything too. Um, but just so you know, like that's, um, that's what I, the route I decided to go. Um, and then afterwards, so that was a little over a week ago now, I, a week and a day ago. Um, so I had to be non-weight bearing for a week. And then from there, I go into a boot for one to two weeks. I'm sure it's going to be at least two. I'll be honest with my progress and everything, which I'll go into in a second. So that's where I'm at right now. So let's share on, shoot, I guess I can go back to when I did tear it. It's honestly been pretty similar to once I had the injection done. Um, But both times right after having the injection and right after tearing it, both times, I mean, Granted, I couldn't wait bear. I was told not to after the injection, but I wouldn't have been able to for a few days anyways at all. Like it's been pretty spot on timeline wise to when I even would want to have been doing these things, to be honest. So right when I did tear it, as I shared, I actually, I walked off the field so I could walk off the field. But then after I swore a million times, I was pretty sure I was... (laughs) shoot this is like when my line i was like i effing tore my plantar fascia that's just what i <laughs> repeated to myself a million times i was like oh my gosh that literally just happened and like i was like in shock for a little bit i was like i can't believe this happened i i know this is a rambling podcast hope you don't mind but this is, this is not my thoughts go to but 
you know, I, I told this to a friend and she's like, you should never think that anytime I ever play sports, especially when I play soccer, I always think, oh man, I need some wood to knock on if I'm going to share this out loud. I always think to myself, I'm like, oh man, um, like ever since being a PT, I always think of work, the worst case scenario. So I was like, oh, what's the worst case, you know, that could happen. I'm like, oh, I tear my ACL or something like that. Right. And then this happened. I'm like, Kirsten, oh my gosh. Like, I don't think it while I'm playing, but I think before I go, anyways, I'm going off topic. I did not need to share that. But <laughs> any. So once it happened, it, it, um, I couldn't walk at all. And then slowly. So my, for the PTs that listen, I know I have PTs that listen. If you're a runner, um, not a PT, totally cool too, but this will be helpful too, is what I meant to say. It was in a very plantar flexed and everted position and like legit couldn't like dorsiflex and invert my foot. Definitely very slowly got motion, got, got motion back, but it's kind of weird. Like I was like, I can't move my foot right because obviously it's injured so it makes sense but it's just weird when you feel it yourself and then and slowly slowly you get more um more motion when i tore it i went weight bearing is tolerated so i slowly started to put weight on it as i could toe touched at first to help me with like transfers and stuff and then would would walk on it probably not even probably i walk <laughs> i think of this sometimes i'm like kristen if you were a therapist right now what would you tell yourself and you're like and what are you actually doing so that's been the fun part of this experience too i definitely like when I tore and I was walking around, like it's crazy how it changes things from being a therapist or being a patient. You're like, I just need to go to the freaking kitchen right now. So I'm going to get there the best way I can. And I end up like not walking the best and everything. But um, before I had the injection, I did not get back to walking normally. I haven't. So I haven't walked normally in a couple of weeks now, which is the weirdest feeling ever. Um, so yeah, haven't walked normally. Um, I think in about three weeks at this point. And <laughs> I was walking on the outside of my foot for sure. Um, not able to push off really. And like, I got to a point where it's kind of looked a little normal, but, but now since I've had an injection, um, I just went in the boot as I'm recording this episode, went into boot yesterday. And I definitely, you know, from a PPT perspective, need to still use my crutches in the sense of I can't walk normally in the boot either. Um, what that really feels like is I'm going on the outside of my foot. I, I, I don't trust that inside, you know, of my foot yet at all to do like a normal gait. And I, I can't walk normally. It's the weirdest. It's kind of, it's, I don't know. It's crazy. I don't know if I fully ab- absorbed it yet, but I'm just like, um, yeah, like here I am. Like I told you guys my big goal, but right now my big goal is to walk from the, my bedroom, which I'm sitting at right in right now to go to the kitchen pain-free is like my, or not pain-free, sorry. Um, with normal motion. I don't have any pain right now, which is nice. It's, been an overall not super painful experience the injection was and it was initially but it hasn't been as much the pain as I did have some like calf stiffness and stuff after the injection too with going non-weight bearing um but it's not as much the pain as just being so immobile that's been the experience but let's share on the experience and some things I've learned um where I've been at mentally and stuff um and all that in all honesty, and I know I've shared this in a post and I, I, you know, I'll be honest if it changes. It hasn't been a huge mental struggle yet. And, and I know that might be like a surprise or like, I don't know, but in all honesty, I've felt like this whole time, like it was like supposed to happen. Not that anyone wants to think like an injury is supposed to happen to you, but it, it came in a part of my life where I actually just went through a very hard on it, not even going to share code, a little very hard. It was, I had, I didn't know where I was going to take this podcast. Here we go. Like I had literally like a couple weeks prior to this happening, which maybe 
not even maybe that's probably partially contributing towards why why increase my chance of it happening um i had i mean this is 2020 remember lots have gone on um like i had gotten to a place mentally yeah i had been struggling with a few things but mentally i hit a point um in my life which and i'm totally cool opening like sharing now that like i would probably say the lowest i had ever gotten to my life um so maybe that is contributing to why this happened but in that like if you have ever gotten to like where you'd be like yeah that was like a low spot in my life you learn a lot, um, right? So I was just come out of that spot where I had learned a lot and then this happened. So I just, I felt very prepared for it if it made sense. And it didn't seem like that big of a deal compared to what I had just dealt with, which was just a lot of, um, just a lot of personal-ish that I had to work through um, and had to work through and have been and continue to shed more and more light on why I got to this position that I was in. Maybe I could go into that more in depth. Let me know if you want that kind of stuff. And I mean, this is just my own journey and where I'm at. And I realize that at any given time, I'm gonna, you know, a week from now, I'll have a little bit more insight. And a week later, I'll have a little bit more insight. But so when I share that it hasn't been that hard mentally, that is why. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. I could go into a little bit more about that experience. But I know this is about my heel. If anyone's listening to this and you're like, I would love for you to go more into that experience, let me know. So, so mentally it's been, it's been good. And so far also I have learned from 2020 how I deal with things. Like even when the pandemic hit all that stuff, I am good for a bit, like a few months. Like I really, so I have to check in with myself and be real with myself because I am good at being, um, no oh, good. Like I can make the best of any situation da, 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 da. and then it's just going to hit me out of nowhere. If anything, how everything else in 2020 has worked for me, that's how it goes. Um, but I truly am. And I've been injured before. I've had the injury that's made me have to not find my identity in running before. So I've done that before. I've gone through periods of not running before. This is not a new experience for me. Um, injury wise, it's been a while. I've not been injured in four years, which is also a big part of why I work with runners and help them keep them injury free is because I've had such a past um, and have, you know, learned what works and what doesn't. And, um, and it doesn't mean it still doesn't happen. Obviously, this this happened. But going, I'm just thinking of a few things I want to definitely share on. But but going a little bit, yeah, more into that. So if I'm being honest, like right now, compared to a month ago, prior to my tear, I feel 10 times better mentally. I am not exaggerating on that. So I'm just like in a very thankful spot right now. And I don't know what's going to come of it. Like, yeah, there's been a few times where I'm just like, oh my goodness, like, am I good? I mean, I know I am, but like, I'm not going to lie and say that it hasn't crossed my mind. I'm like, am I going to walk again? Like, I know it sounds so silly, but there was like, when I put the boot on finally, you know, yesterday, I'm like, oh shoot, I still can't walk normally even with the boot on. I mean, it makes sense. And I've been reassured it's fine, but I'm not gonna lie. Like there's times I'm just, that's not the case. I'll be fine. I'm going to walk, but it, it's, it's weird. But yeah, I, um, also the point where I was going to is, um, after the injection. So I kept pretty active after I tore it in the sense of I went swimming, I lifted to tolerance. So I've gotten, I really should share more on this whole process and I should write everything down because I've had to get really creative. And I guess I'm really thankful for my background as a PT and having a you know special interest in um, strengthening and all that and being able to get creative pretty well because I mean I've had to get really creative I can't bike right now like I there's not much I can do with my legs right so I've had to get creative even on lifting and everything but after the injection which is you know eight days ago now as I am recording this um, I actually haven't done much for activity at all first off I realized I wasn't going to be able to and just like the hassle of trying to just seemed like too much work but two like Honestly, the amount of time, I think that's my biggest realization so far. So just the amount of time it takes to do any daily living right now is like, I don't have time to like do everything I need to do and 
keep up my business and go work out. And also like, let's just let your body freaking heal, Kristen. Um, I kind of came to that realization early on and I'm kind of enjoying it. Like um, also back in like college, we would take two weeks off after a season, right? Like when's the last time I actually legitimately took two weeks off from all exercise? Like I usually, if I take two weeks off from running these days, which honestly, it's been a really long time. Honestly, since my last injury, I haven't taken two full weeks off of running since my last injury. So also maybe I was supposed to take some time off and I actually asked my coach not to. So, Hey, there's another insight into maybe why this came on. I never actually, not that I took really easy time and downtime, but I didn't fully take off running in a, in a long time. So I've been enjoying, but I decided just to let my body rest. And I've been doing a little bit of rehab. Um, been doing some blood flow restriction training. I went in the pool the other day, um, just because, um, I was actually, I went, um, I went to Savannah, which was actually really a good way. If you ever need to end your non-weight bearing days with, you know, just a way to get through it. Cause it's kind of mentally like, oh my gosh, day one. Whew, okay. I've got six more days of this. And like, so it was an awesome way to end my non-weight bearing days, but it has been nice. What I want to say, it's been nice to take time off and like, there's so much push in, this world for doing more. And I think especially as runners and physical therapists that, you know, you're not achieving, you're not doing well if you're not achieving basically. Right. And it's easy to get stuck in that realm. We don't give enough credit to rest where like half the progress you make is through rest. So um, it's been a really nice unexpected mental break from like being like, I have to go work out every day. I'm gonna be honest. Um, But aside from that, it is also partially because literally making my bed is a chore in itself. I'm looking at my bed right now because my office is in my bedroom. Fun fact. And there's like a bunch of stuff on top of it, like clothes I need to unpack from my trip this weekend. And like, honestly, that's because when I got home and I was still not weight bearing, I'm just like, this is hard. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is a lot. Like, it takes forever to do anything. Um, And, you know, I think it's definitely the first time, maybe not the first, but I don't know. It seems like it. One of the first times I haven't been... It's actually, I never knew what, like, if, you know, people are in crutches, like, do the, how much help do you want? How much do you want? I will say, like, honestly, when people, like, offer to open a door for me, when they offer to carry something for me, like, I do appreciate it. It's been nice because you just feel like you're, and I know I, this is like a minor injury compared to a lot of people, what they suffer from, right? So I totally understand. I don't mean to like minimize people with things that are like, you know, going on forever or chronic or non-weight bearing for a lot longer than a, a week, but at least, I mean, shoot, it's been a good insight into that, but it, it is, it is nice. It's, it's just a lot of work. Like I said, my biggest thing has been like, okay, I need to go from here to the kitchen. That's been my biggest thing this past week. Um, and then when you're in the kitchen, it's like, okay, I'm got to go from the fridge to the sink. Like that's hard. Like I can't go back and forth a million times. I got to think about what do I want to get out of the fridge? Okay. Let's get it all because then we got to go over here. Like I had a bar stool that I could sit at at the sink, which was like a blessing. Cause I would just like sit there, wash my dishes, make food, eat all the same time. So I had to get up again. <laughs> Cause yeah. Anyways. So it's been, it's been good insight. I've been really thankful for the help I've had super thankful for a couple friends who I went on this trip with, cause we had it planned already. Almost didn't think I was going to be able to go and decided to go anyways. And it was just the best way to keep my mind off of like not being able to do much. Um, and, and maybe I'm a little extreme, but like I, you can still do a lot. Like, I mean, obviously I'm a little, probably more 
I don't know, enjoy the challenge of things. And most people in the sense of we went, you know, downtown to eat or whatever one night um, in Savannah and I crutched down there from our hotel. And that was, I legitimately crutched over a mile that week, you know, non-weight bearing on my left. And then we went um, to a really cool park and that was literally like hiking, like roots on even ground, not on cement at all. It was all like out in the nature and um, really cool place there. But I crutched the whole thing. I was like, I I don't want to not see this just because I'm on crutches. And it was worth it. Like, it was hard. I was like tired by the end, but it was honestly my workout. So my workout was, can I say how much I didn't realize how much crutches like work your abs or it feels like like I mean, it's it's a good workout, but yeah, so it, it's been a good experience on that. And some of the things I've realized, cause I've never, I've never had an injury like this, I guess, luckily, like I've never had a, I've never had a, like a, you know, acute traumatic injury. Like all mine have been chronic outside of, outside of ankle sprains. I've sprained my ankle. I sprained my ankle pretty good freshman year of um, cross country, actually running down a hill. That was probably my most severe injury, um, you know, acutely. Um, otherwise I've been all chronic with running. So running, running injuries. I don't know how I got away with like no injuries when I was in high school, all the sports I played, but I didn't outside of like, yeah, ankle sprains and jam fingers. But what else I wanted to share, man, I feel like there's so much to share, but I also, I feel like, and let me know if this is helpful. Like I come on, I'm thinking like, shoot, I can come on and talk about my other injuries and what I've learned. Cause I, I know a lot of times runners will go through that initial injury where you have to not be identified by running anymore. If that's been a part of your life, I've gone through that part. Um, but, but this one's been teaching me something a little bit different, which I think I got to hop on, on another, uh, maybe do another episode on this. Cause I actually only have a few minutes left to record this right now, but I did want to share really quick for those of you, especially, you know, if you don't have a PT background, you're like, Oh my gosh, she tore her plantar fascia. Like, is that going to happen to me? A couple things. One, not common, not common at all. I've asked a lot of PTs in the last few days. Hey, just because now it's fun. Have you ever treated a plantar fascia tear? I haven't ran into, I ran into one person so far that was on like an elderly patient. I know it's out there and people have, but it's not common. Uh, A couple things that can increase the chances is having chronic pain there. Okay. So in a way, yes, like I had this only since July, but I shared with you guys earlier, what, seven years ago, almost actually to the date um, when this happened. Exactly. I started, I had my first bout of heel pain on that side that really took me out um, for a while. So I had a history and I think it's like came in gone a little bit. Um, never taking me out. Like I've, I have taken like two days say off of running where I'm like, Oh, my heel's hurting a little bit. I'm just gonna take off, but it's fine. Um, and, and judging by the ultrasound I had done, um, I definitely had a number of tears in there. And he was like, this was brewing for a while when he looked at it, he's like, it wasn't, it's not like he just like snapped it. Obviously we know that's been brewing for a while. I've had this since July. Right. Um, but that a number, another one that, you know, I know a lot of PTs out there know, but I just want to share like another thing that can increase your chance of it tearing is getting a, a steroid injection, right? Corticosteroid injection into there. So I know I've heard of that being an option before. Um, and just to advise you, that is one thing that has been found to increase the chance of that happening. So I definitely advise, you know, against that. And there being a lot of different ways um, to try to heal this first. And I just share that because I did tear mine. I did not know I have not had a steroid injection there. Um, and again, I had PRP and fat, not steroid at all, pretty much the opposite um, into to that heel. But for anyone wondering that, again, pretty rare. The biggest thing would be like, if you've been running on for a while and it's hurting, it's not getting any better. That would be something to look at. And 
mine was getting better. It was, I was doing all the, the right things. I was doing like jumps and pogo jumps on there. I was fine. No pain afterwards. It's just one of those things. Like, I don't know. So, and lastly, and I do have to go. I know I recorded this episode with a little short time and I might come back. I, I, I think I'll come back on here. I think it could be helpful to kind of share along the way. And I have, I have some more things I would like to say, maybe a little bit, even going into my experience, I was sharing that why this has not been too bad because of the place I had gotten prior to this, but kind of random, but off topic, but an example of a plantar fascia tear in the athletic world. Um, if anyone follows baseball or knows of Albert Pujols, um, I knew of him growing up, but I actually didn't really remember that he had torn it, but someone, when they saw me and asked what happened, they're like, oh, I think that's what Albert Pujols did. Looked it up afterwards. And sure enough, it was. So, um, and I kind of like looked into the history. He had had like a long history of heel pain and, um, and then one day it tore and yeah. Anyway, so fun fact, if you're, I know this is a running back, I guess, but if you're a baseball fan, there's an example of, you know, plantar fascia tear as well. Okay. Well, that's it. I have to go right now. Actually, I wanted to share a little bit of my experience. I would love to hear from you guys. So like, what it, do you want to hear about this story? Do you want me to come on maybe like once a month through this or even more often and share the story in general? Um, and it makes me think I could be sharing a lot on my injury history in general. So I can come on and share that and, and let me know if you want to hear more like on the mental side of it. You want to hear things I'm learning from this. You want to hear more on my, even my, you want me to share more of my own life? Like I was kind of alluding to this hard time I went through. I don't know. Is that helpful for you guys? Um, do you want to hear more on plantar fascia tears? Uh, my experience at all. If you're like, no, I'm good. Just keep interviewing people. That's cool too. Um, but anyways, that's what I got for you guys today. Uh, I'm going to go throw my boot back on, go to the bathroom and get on my next call. And, um, I hope you guys all have a great day whenever you are listening to this. Of course, please reach out to me with any questions. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, um, you know, shoot me a message. And as always, if you can ever share this, this episode, this podcast out, go subscribe to my podcast. If you haven't and share it out, it just helps get the word out and the mission of breaking five out. And I would greatly appreciate it, but till next time, go make it a great day, break five in your day, whatever that means for you. And I will catch you guys next time. All right. Bye guys. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Breaking Five, a running podcast. We hope you are running away with some inspiration, tips, and actionable items that you can put towards your Breaking Five moment. Lastly, if you know anyone else with a Breaking Five moment, that doesn't have to actually mean literally Breaking Five, just a Breaking Five moment in general, in running, in life, or anyone else who has great knowledge and background in helping others reach their Breaking Five moment, I would love for you to put me in contact with them. We would love to have them on the show. So if you could and let them know, if you know of someone else, tell them to reach out to me at my Instagram, and that is at Kristen underscore run your life. Again, that's at Kristen underscore run your life. And could you do me a favor? And if you enjoyed today's episode and can think of anyone else who could benefit from listening to it, could you go ahead and share this out on your social media or share this directly with them? That would mean the world to me, seriously. And make sure if you have not already, to make sure you are subscribed to this podcast so that you get our weekly updates as we drop the next episodes. Thank you, everyone. We seriously appreciate you tuning in today. We'll see you next time. And until then, go run your life.